Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And here's Holiday fighting back tears in what could be his final plate appearance for the St. Louis Cardinals. Holiday out to deep right. Yes! Danny Mac had the call back in 2016 for that home run by Matt Holliday, who joins Michelle Smallman and Randy Carricker right now on 101 ESPN via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, Matthew. How you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? I'm sure glad that, uh, that didn't happen in 2020 in front of no fans. That would have been uh, not nearly as cool. Would you have been crying if uh, if it would have happened for no fans? <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. Um, Yeah, that would have been awfully strange. It's hard to believe that's already been, you know, almost four years, I guess. Uh, I guess time flies, but I don't think the emotions are are nearly the same, uh, you know, when you're talking about uh, the gratitude towards the fans. So, um, obviously, your teammates uh, are a huge part of your life, and and that that part would have meant a lot. Uh, But I just don't think that... Uh, moments in sports are nearly the same uh, without the fans. Matt, we certainly felt that on Sunday when Adam Wainwright goes out on his 39th birthday and gives the Cardinals a, a complete game. It was one of those things where you look back and you think, what would the crowd have been like at Bush Stadium in that moment? But I want to focus on Wayno and Yachty here for a second. You have Wayno, who's obviously 39, Yachty or Molina, who's 38, and on that same day um, hit 2,000 games with the Cardinals. What do you think about those two guys being able to compete at this level at those ages, 38 and 39? Well, it's it's a tribute to their work ethic and and the the kind of the passion and the hard work that those two guys put into the game. Um, I, I think that they're obviously talented and they've they've been blessed with with amazing talent. But I think the the work ethic and their passion for the game and their passion for the Cardinals and um, I think all those things really allows them uh, to to perform the way they're performing at the age they're doing it at. And so. Uh, I'm not surprised, having known those guys and spent tons of time with them and, and know what kind of people they are, what kind of teammates they are, what kind of athletes they are. It's it's no surprise, but at the same time, it doesn't make it any less admirable and exciting to see, you know, Adam do that uh, and throw a, a, his first complete game in, I think, what was it, three or four years. Um, and, and obviously, Yachty to be able to catch the, the amount of games and the wear and tear that he's had over his career and and to watch him go out there and play with high energy and, and wants to be in, catching double headers and, and doing things like that, it's, it's, you just go, man, I, I don't know how he does it. But then at the same time, you do because you know how much work he puts into it. 
Matt, I remember that day of the press conference when the Cardinals signed you to the long-term deal. And I, I remember both Mr. DeWitt and Mo talking about your work ethic. And they knew that during the offseason that you were going to do everything you could to make sure that you were in the best condition possible. And you just, you just mentioned it about those guys. Goldie is the same way. You've played with other organizations. Do other organizations do that sort of research? Do they know that guys are going to work that hard uh, on a regular basis? You know, I, I don't know how much research each organization does, but to me, uh, that would be paramount in signing guys to a long, long contract, long-term deal uh, would be, you know, because I think that the motivation that you play the game for uh, is huge when you talk about long-term contracts and, and trying to avoid uh, bad contracts and things like that, because I just know, you know, if guys are, are motivated and they work extremely hard and, and it's not really about the contract and they really want to win and, um, you know, I, I think that they if they feel an obligation to the organization, to the fans, to to live up to those kind of numbers and to live up to those contracts, and they'll do everything possible uh, to do that for their team and, and for the city, um, it usually turns out pretty well. I mean, obviously, sometimes injuries are out of your control and, and things can happen. Um, but I think, yeah, I, I think probably most organizations now would probably tell you that they look into the, the player's work ethic and try to do as much uh, research as they can about the player before they invest uh, big dollars in them. Um, so uh, I, I don't know if it's 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 all the same. I don't know that the Cardinals do a, a more uh, in-depth look. Um, it'd be hard for me to, 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 to kind of guess on that deal. I just have, don't know enough about um, organizations. But I do think that the, you know, the, the character side is important to the Cardinals when they look at signing players and, and giving them long-term deals. Uh, of knowing what kind of people they're getting and what kind of citizens in St. Louis they're getting and, and representative of the organization they're getting. And I know you would bring in guys during the offseason to try to impart some of those things that you're talking about, to kind of try to pay it forward to the younger pl- players too, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that was something in, Saint, in, uh, in Colorado early in my career. Uh, they had kind of a, a program where they, they brought young players to Colorado and, and put them up with host families and um, we, uh, we would work out at Coors Field and kind of get used to the city. And, uh, it, it was very, it made it more comfortable when you did get called up to the major leagues that you had felt like you had been to the city, you'd been to the ballpark, uh, you'd been around some of the guys. And so, uh, I, I felt that it, for me, it was, it was, it was really important and it, and it really helped me as a young player, uh, feel like I was part of the team. I didn't have to figure out how to get to the park. I didn't have to figure out what, you know, kind of getting in and around the city. I'd already been there and spent some time there. Uh, so I thought, um, you know, I would, I would try to do that a little bit. I'd talk to Mo about three or four guys that, that he thought were on the verge of, of, uh, of being Cardinals and, and invited them uh, to St. Louis and, and kind of tried to give them a similar type of program for a week or two. I can't remember how long uh, we did it, but just kind of giving them a, a little bit of, a, of an insight on what a day-to-day looks like as, as a major league player and, and an off season, and uh, what it takes maybe to, to, to kind of work ethic that it takes to, to continue to play in the major leagues and not just try to get there, but try to stay there. So uh, it was something that uh, I thought might be beneficial to young players. It was, it was fun. It's always good to get to be around younger guys and, and kind of, you know, just kind of feel their energy and excitement of, of trying to reach the major leagues. Sometimes that, that, uh, that helps older guys get through an off season, you know, sometimes when those days get a little tough and you, you know, you're, uh, you know, you're grinding, but, um, I, I enjoyed those times, Randy, to, to be honest with you, it was, those are, those are the kind of things that, uh, as a, you know, you get to be a veteran player. Those are the things that you really love to do. 
Matt, we had Tony La Russa on the show yesterday, and we were having a conversation with him about the expectations uh, for winning here in St. Louis and how they're different than they are in other clubs because of the generational success that they've had, all of the winning that they've had. And he said this, I pulled the quote. He said, when you get in that uniform, you feel the tradition and the obligation to carry it forward. He felt that as a manager. Did you feel that when you came here as a player? The first day, um, it was clear to me, uh, when I got to Philadelphia and I got in that clubhouse um, and I got around guys uh, like Albert and like Chris Carpenter and like Adam Wainwright and like Yachty Molina, and I'm probably leaving out a few, but there was this uh, different feel, this this competitive environment uh, with Tony and uh, the staff. Um, I think it is. It's very measurable. I, I think that that is something that's real. I think when you put on a uniform that has that kind of history, um that you feel like a sense of, and I, and I know people like to, to kind of laugh at the Cardinal way or, or, you know, question. And, but I, I think there was a, an expectation of, of playing the game hard, playing the game, right. You know, when you, when you talk about Chris Carpenter's setting, I remember vividly uh, sitting right there in the dugout, the entire game, uh, cheering every pitch, cheering for his teammates, uh, getting on guys who weren't cheering for their teammates and, and just kind of watching him kind of pollute with making sure the pitchers were watching each other's bullpens to making sure that guys weren't running back up into the clubhouse just kind of hanging out, that everybody was in the dugout rooting for each other and, and kind of setting the tone and, and creating an environment um, that, that I hadn't really seen. And so as, as I got to be a, a Cardinal and, and spend my uh, you know seven-plus years in St. Louis, um, you see kind of that culture and, and how that culture was created and, and what that looks like and being around red and, and a lot of the old, old Cardinals that come back and, and help pass along, pass the torch. Um, it was really cool. And I think that that's very, something you don't see much. And, and even in pro sports in, in general, uh, there is a feeling of an expectation of being in a, in a tremendous organization that has a history of success and a history of, of doing things right and, and being a good citizen and contributing to your community and uh, all those things. I just feel like it, it is a really uh, uh, unique environment, uh, and, and that's something that I'm, I'm forever grateful to be part of. I feel like this is a perfect opportunity for us to ask you about Nolan Arenado. Then we know that he wants to win. He's made that very clear. He's got an opt-out after next year. And if the playoffs started today, the Rockies are in. So from his standpoint, how important do you think this month is? How important do you think making the postseason this year is in regards to Nolan Arenado's future in Colorado? Well, maybe not just making it. You know, I, I think that everyone knows that obviously with the expanded playoff, uh, you, you could be in and out in two games. Uh, so um, I, I don't know that, that even if they, you know, kind of get in, uh, squeeze in and get and maybe lose the first two games, if that changes his stance on, on how he feels about the future of, of potentially winning a championship in, in Colorado and whether or not that'll, that'll you know, kind of change his whole – uh, thought process on on what he wants to do moving forward. Um, I haven't I haven't talked to him about it recently, but I do know that as he goes forward in the prime of his career, and I think that he's one of those guys that understands that you, you're not kind of in your prime and you don't get to play forever. And he wants to win a championship, and, and if not one, more than one. Um, so I, I definitely think that it, it's a it's it's a struggle uh, for a competitor like him 
um, when when you're, you're losing games and, and you're kind of again, as you said, they're in the playoffs as it stands now, and and shoot, they might get hot again and 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 get in and and play well, and and maybe this does change his whole um, thoughts on on what's next for his career. But I do know this: I'll tell you, he he wants to be in a winning environment. He wants to win. Uh, he he loves the idea of of being in the playoffs every year in an organization that's doing everything they can to win every single off season. And, and I think that that's been something he's questioned in Colorado. I don't think that he's, he's got the commitment uh, that, that he feels like that, that he was promised. So uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, I think, you know, after every season, guys kind of look in the mirror and, and, and think about what's next. Great stuff. Hey, Matt, before we let you go, we know that you keep an eye on the Cardinals, and they have a, a very highly touted young outfielder in Dylan Carlson who's played 21 games and is hitting 176. I, I just looked you up. You were hitting 356 with a 974 OPS after your first 21 games, so you didn't have to deal with that early adversity, but you had to deal with adversity during your career like every no baseball player does. So uh, as a veteran player, how do you try to ease the, the anxiety of a, a young guy like Dylan Carlson? Well, I think, you know, I think the organization has done a good job of telling him he's going to play. You know, I think that as, an, as a young player, when you get called up and you struggle, you go, oh, man, I don't want to get sent back down. And I know that sent back down, you know, looks different right now, you know, as far as what 2020 and what that means about going, I guess, to Springfield and continuing to just work out or however this is going down this year. But I think as a young player, that's your thing is like, man, I need to get some hits so that I can stick around. I want to be here and I don't want to be there. And um, I, I think the, the assurance that I got as a young player from the manager and, and then the front office in Colorado was, was to just, hey, go out and play. Um, and, and I think that's comforting. And I, I think it's, it's from what I understand that that's what the Cardinals have, have told Dylan. Um, and I think you just start – it's one of those deals where as, as an athlete you start, you start chasing the hits. And, and when it's hard and you see the numbers and uh, you start chasing the results, and, and you might get away from the process. And, and going back to trying to – I'd try to tell him, hey, let's get back to the process of, of your routine and, and hitting the ball hard, and, and let's, let's simplify things, and the results will come on the other side. But if you start chasing the results and, and you don't get them and you start tinkering with your swing and you start messing with your mechanics, and uh, you can get down – you can get away from who you are pretty fast. And, and I think that – uh, you know that as a veteran player, you say, "Hey, man, let's let's uh, let's get back to the process." And and uh, you know, I think he's gotten three days off, if, if I'm correct. He got the last two days off, and then yesterday we're off as a team. Uh, so kind of reset button, and and kind of go into into Wrigley Field uh, tonight, and hopefully get get hot. And you know, it looks like he's got great skills, and and uh, is is a, is a bright future as a, as a Cardinal kind of middle of the order type of player. So. Uh, I know that they need somebody to, to kind of step up, and, and uh, especially with Dexter out, that uh, it'd be nice if he could get hot and, and get some confidence going and, and kind of be the guy who, who they uh, they expect. Matthew, one week from today, I'm going to see Scott Adamack and Todd Wise and Sarah Newton, all the Cardinal Glennon uh, homers for health people. And uh, my, my favorite story about Matt Holiday is not a home run. It's not a base hit. My favorite Matt Holiday story is taking your 400th home run baseball to a kid at Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I miss uh, a lot of, of those, uh, you know, Cardinal Glennon being able to just pop in and, and a lot of the people that, that help that make that program go. Um, special place in our family's heart. Uh, a lot of great relationships, still do. Uh, still talk to a lot of the, the families and the kids that, that we got a chance to get to know through that program. And, 
still hoping that, you know, as, as, as kind of weird as this is with the lack of homers and the lack of games, uh, we can keep that program going really strong because I've seen uh, with my own eyes the impact that it's had on families and kids and uh, just continue to kind of push it forward and um, move it forward and, and keep the eyes focused on, on uh, you know, the Cardinals fans and the opportunity to help kids and families in, in very difficult times. So um, it's, like I said, it's, uh, it's near and dear to our hearts. Uh, we still are, are interacting with it. And, and uh, you know, we, we were kind of hoping to have the, the dinner, the Holidays Heroes dinner that we have every year, and, and we'll have to postpone that to next year. But uh, still, uh, from afar, uh, you know, continuing to hope for, for great success for the program. Matt, thanks so much for the time. Great to hear your voice. We appreciate it. Enjoy this long weekend, and uh, tell the family we said hi. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you, Matthew. Matt Holliday, former Cardinal, one of the all-time greats on 101 ESPN. And by the way, homersforhealth.org if you want to contribute to a wonderful charity started by Matt Holliday. Great organization. Amazing. Next up, the man who had that great call, Dan McLaughlin, will join us. He had uh, Matt Holliday's last Cardinal home run, and he's got scoops with Danny Mack coming up on 101 ESPN.